What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Whitney B., and I'm here bringing you your first episode of Sports Talk. Thank you guys for tuning in with me and for staying on this ride with me. This is going to be some fun. So let's just get the show started right now. I do want you to know that I'm one man banding it. So if it looks like I'm moving around a lot, I am. And it's fun. I'm ready, I'm ready to have some fun with you guys. So without further ado, let's kick this show off. And again, guys, thank you for your tuning in for the first episode of Sports Talk with your girl, Whitney B. Most of you guys may know me as Big Wit from the Shade and Shenanigans Porch Talk podcast with the Rocky Road Productions LLC platform. Shout out to my girl, Raquel, for this opportunity. Sports Talk is actually coming under her brand. Um, it's a spinoff from Porch Talk. So, you guys, this is going to be some fun. Because this is actually what I love to do. I went to school for sports. I always wanted to be a sports journalist. And while sitting at home, I decided to actually put in the work and bring this show to you guys. Um, it's not going to be something that's going to be too deep. I'll let you guys know that I will just talk about the things that I see in sports for the week. Um, what I actually like, what I love. I actually really love football, so we may talk a lot about football. It's basketball time, NCAA. So today we have um, a little bit of talk about the NCAA tournament. We're going to talk some Lions, some Pistons, a little bit about the schedule and the Red Wings. We do have a um, big news story this week with the Deshaun Watson stuff, so we'll talk about the sexual allegations going on there. I'm sorry later in the second half of the show, but I just wanted to start with like, you know, brief introductions, shout out all my people out there that's been supporting me since day one. Uh, you will check the show out every Thursday at 5 p.m. It'll be posted on rockyroadmedia.com. That's R-O-C-K-Y-R-O-A-D-M-E-A-D-I-A.com and mywhitneyb.com. That's M-Y-W-H-I-T-N-E-Y-B. Dot com. So you guys, I hope that you enjoy this. You can leave feedback. Um, there's place for comment on both websites. Leave us your feedback. Let us know what you want to uh, what you want me to talk about. If you guys see something that may be out there in the sports world and you want me to comment on it or have that be a topic on the show. Go ahead. I am going to open the lines for a call-in interview sometime um, with anybody who would like to do that. So I'll get the number together and get that going later on down the line in the show as well. Also, if I'm looking up a lot, my board is right here. That's where my notes will be. So if you see me looking up like this, I'm looking at the board so that I can keep myself on topic at times and know what I want to talk to you about. And also I have a little co-host I want to introduce you guys to. This is my Rip Hamilton. Rip is going to be doing the show with me. If it's something that Rip may be in agreement with, I'll say, ain't that right, Rip? And you'll hear this. So just keep that in mind. If you hear Rip in the background, just know that's Rip agreeing with me. Um, and without further ado, let's start the show off. So like I said, we are going to jump into the NCAA first because I do love Michigan basketball. I love everything about the University of Michigan. Um, I'm not trying to slight any Michigan State University fans. This is not a rivalry show. I hope everybody is going to ride this wave with me. But I am a diehard Michigan fan. Go blue. To the day I die. So I'm so happy to see that Michigan is still hanging in there. 
And actually, a good part about this is the Michigan girls basketball team is also making history this season. Um, for the first time in the school's history, the girls basketball team has made it to the Sweet 16, so let's clap it up for that as well. That's a big thing. Actually, you guys know March is Women's History Month, so it's been a lot going on for women this month. Uh, Michelle Obama was inducted into a, the Hall of Fame, so I'm proud of the women. Uh, go go, girls. Um, girl power. That's what they say, girl power. Um, so I'm so happy, and congratulations to the girls at uh, Michigan Go Blue. The boys' basketball team, on the other hand, is definitely hanging in there. Down Livers, one of their better players, but... They're showing that they can keep it going, which I'm very proud of. Coach Juwan Howard in his second season there, people were really doubting his ability to even take the team far. You know, everybody was a diehard Beeline fan. And once Beeline announced his retirement out of nowhere, no one knew who the savior would be or who, you know, could get it done for the team. And no one definitely thought Juwan Howard would be that person. I'm not those people, but what was out there in the news was, you know, it may not be Jawan Howard, and with them not having a tournament last year, everything that was going on with COVID, this season was what it was. And Jawan actually did do a decent job last season, but this season he's really showing that he is the coach for Michigan's basketball team. Even um, the game where Livers was first injured, you know, he was first out there on the court and carried him off the court. He's like showing his abilities to be that leader of men for that team. And it's actually, you know, probably showing a new regime of coaching because, you know, in Michigan State's last game, it was a big um, th issue about uh, Tom Izzo grabbing the player's arm and, you know, that just being how he coaches and what he does. But, you know, some people who go to the school, I remember seeing Dr Draymond Green tweet out, like, this is just state ball. This is, you know, what it is. But it's also boundaries that we must have as people where, okay, if this is what you do, this still isn't something that's cool. So, you know, Jawan Howard, he is rah-rah. You know, we've seen in a game where he can, you know, be about that life. And we see in the interviews where he could he can be about that life. But it seems like it works in a situation where he could be that leader of the men and, you know, mold them into – future NBA players. So I'm happy to see what he's got going on there at Michigan. Both teams play in the Sweet 16. It's looking like Michigan will play on Sunday at 5 p.m. The boys and the girls will play on Saturday. Yep, Saturday at 3 p.m. So, again, let's just keep our eyes out. You know, everybody, regardless of what side of the rivalry you may be on, this is a Michigan team, Big Ten, Big Ten team, the last Big Ten Big Ten team, a little tongue-tied there in the tournament here. So let's just all, you know, rally behind Michigan, get behind them, and hope that they win. So, you know, fix those brackets, change them around if you can, and have Michigan going all the way, go blue. <laughs> okay, so we'll move on a little bit to the Lions. Uh, again, guys, I am a big football fan. I'm a diehard Lions fan, even though the Lions lose. I'm that person that think, you know, the next week will be better and, you know, whatever. I'm not going to ever hate on the Lions um, at all. So this is not that kind of talk. And actually, this is going to be more positive because what the Lions is doing, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell over there, is seeming really good in this offseason. A lot of people don't really expect 
for the Lions to be a good team. You know, everybody, oh, we're in a rebuild, we're in a retool, blah, blah, blah. But I heard Jared Goff say in his interview that those things could be done in an offseason. And I'm that kind of fan. And when he said that, I said, yes, Jared Goff is my new favorite quarterback. And this bye-bye is because he's the Lions quarterback. But, okay, I'm adding him to the list, and I'm definitely adding him because he said that, like, it's not that we need to have people come, you know, to work with the mindset like, oh, okay, I got to go out here, but we just going to keep in mind that it's okay to lose because we in a rebuild. No, this is what you get paid for. You show up on that field and you play every game like it's your last. You play these games like this is what it's meant for. And if this, this regime of coaches get together, draft the right players, trade the right players in free agency, and build around this quarterback and have this good team, they can come out this next season and ball, and that's really what I expect them to do. I expect the Lions actually to come out because they're getting these pieces in. They just tra- um, traded – I mean, not traded, but picked up the guy from the Green Bay Packers, Jamal Williams, the running back to, you know, compliment Swift. So that's a good, you know, backfield team there. They're trading. Um, hopefully they draft a good receiver to, you know, compliment Cephas there. And we can get some nice um, defensive players as well. And I think that the Lions will actually go far. What I do like about Dan Campbell is Dan Campbell told Jared Goff that he does not have to be the savior of the team. So Jared doesn't have to come in and feel like, I have to carry this team on my back and we have to make it to a Super Bowl. And this, you know, like he said, this is my job. I'm going to get my job done. You go out there, you throw that ball, and you get it in these receivers' hands. And it's the receiver's job to get open and catch the ball. So we're just going to expect as fans for everybody to want to go and have a good time, come to work, do what they're supposed to do, and let's just make it happen because – we we want the rebuild to start now. We don't want the rebuild to start in the season, and we're going to just be those fans that, oh, you know, the Lions, it can win some and lose some. No, this is what these players get paid for. So let's, you know, get out there and make it happen. You know, we've, we've had our fair share of suck coaches and, you know, staff that would make these people not want to play, these players not want to play. But it's seeming like that's different. So I'm just hoping that it's different. And I'm staying positive for the Detroit Lions. And I hope that you guys are as well. Let's not put any negative, uh, anything, energy out there in an atmosphere about our favorite team because we're all diehard Lions fans. This fan base has rolled this wave rather up or down, and it's been mostly down. So let's not fall off the wagon. Let's ride this wave, but let's stay positive about it, guys. You know what I'm saying? All right, so this is where my co-host Rip will come in a little bit because we're going to get into some Pistons talk. And, you know, if everybody out there loved the Pistons, you know that Rip Hamilton is a Pistons great. So um, Troy Reaver... The new GM there, um, they traded someone actually yesterday. They traded uh, DeLon Wright to the King for Corey Joseph and two second-round picks. So it's seeming like those trades are really generating us a lot of second-round picks. And the deadline is today at 3 p.m., even though this show will be posted at 5 p.m. So if anybody else is traded, we'll talk about that next week, especially if this is something, you know, good for the team. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to do with all their second-round picks. I believe they have, like, four or five now um, because of the trades going on. 
So maybe they'll use that as leverage to trade up and get a first another first round pick. I'm not sure yet that, you know, is on the floor, but it's it's all still depending on, you know, who's traded or whatever in the middle of this deadline. Now, the Pistons schedule is kind of weak. Um, they've lost 12. I mean, they've won 12 games, lost 31 games this season. The thing about that is uh, when Troy Weaver came on, on came on as the, the GM and everything, he said then that they would be working on making them a better team, taking the young guys and building them up to be players that could be in the NBA you know, for a long the long call and be, you know, champ, a championship team or championship players. So it you can see that on the court, especially defensively with the Pistons because they're good defensively. They've had these very close games. You know, every, every young player is going to make their mistakes, but it seems like their coaching and everything is actually, you know, good. And you can see how they are trying to, get, you know, better and do better. So with the next trades and drafts and everything, you know, they can continue to put pieces together to the puzzle and, you know, hopefully next season just take off and, you know, maybe we can be bad boys again. What you think about that, Rip? Hey, yep, I'm with Rip. I'm with Rip. Um, so before I get off the NBA, uh, it was a little bit floating around Twitter I had saw a meme. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but it was a meme um, comparing LeBron James to Sue Bird in the amount of money that both players make. Now, both of them have been um, in the NBA or the WNBA for the same amount of time, 17 seasons. Both of them have four titles um, between each other. But in the title game, LeBron James had a $300,000 bonus versus Sue Bird's $11,000 bonus. And then LeBron James makes millions every season versus she makes like $300,000 or something like that. So really, I mean, I, you know... That alone should show people that it's not fair. I mean, this is, it just isn't even in basketball. This is, you know, real life. Like, you know, women seem to make less than men to do the same job. And even though, you know, women in sports, we aren't as physical or strong as men, we should still make the same comparable, you know, amount of money. It's a big difference between 300000 and 3.4 or 34 million or anything like, you know, at the end of the day, Sue couldn't make $300,000 owning the grocery store or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, it, it, it won't have to, you know, sacrifice injuring herself and things like that. Like that's just ridiculous. And I really feel like the NBA should do, you know, more to accommodate women, even in the NCAA with the tournament going on. It was a lot with how the tournament the NCAA handled the men's side of the tournament versus the women's side of the tournament. And it's just not fair. You guys want us to feel like we're treated fairly or we have the same opportunities. And in the end, we really don't. And that's not cool. And I hope, hope that this thing, you know, that floated around Twitter and raised this conversation about, you know, women in sports or just the different amount of money, Hopefully this, you know, opens some eyes to people so that you guys can really see that we need, you know, a little bit of fairness here because we got to do better. Like we got to do better out here, especially for the, the future, the new generation, 
Uh, we have a woman vice president. This is our first woman in this position in this office. That goes to show us that in the future we may can have a woman president. Like, let's just continue to be optimistic, but let's continue to try to try to start treating women like we deserve to be treated because at the end of the day, we handle a lot of business. You know what I'm saying? If you marry, you know, you know, um, the man is a provider, but that man is going to need his wife to handle the real business. And y'all can't be putting us in these positions, but paying us pennies, that's not going to work. So one time for the one time again, hopefully this raised some conversation because at the end of the day, that's not cool. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, like they basically have the same resume except for, she going to need a job after the NBA, to be honest. So, I mean, I'm going to move on because I don't even want to keep thinking about that. But anyway, the Pistons play um, tomorrow, Friday at LCA. I almost called it the Palace at LCA um, against the Brooklyn Nets. So, Blake Griffin will be back in the house. If y'all seen Blake got traded from the Pistons and started balling, I don't know where this Blake Griffin was, but, I mean, welcome back to the NBA. <laughs> welcome back to the Palace. Um, this is one game that I hope the Pistons do kind of put the whoop down on this team because Blake Griffin deserves it. Um, and I'm going to just move over a little bit because we are one week away from opening day. This is my favorite time, and I'm so sad about COVID because people used to be packed downtown like sandwiches, <laughs> like literally the tailgates were everywhere. It didn't matter who you was or who you knew. You knew everybody that day. We all had the same name. I think everybody's name is A. We all answered to it. Everybody had a good time. I'm not even sure if anybody even ever went into Comerica Park to watch the game because by the time tailgates was over, we was all faded and looking for a meal, trying to get a nap. It's not going to be like that this year. And honestly, I do think that um, it'll be a lot of people downtown tailgating still. I'm not sure if it'll still be like the same. But I do know that um, Comerica Park will allow 8,200 fans in. Um, the game will be against the Cleveland Indians. This is going to be exciting. The Tigers really, really, really need to pull it out. I feel like all of our Detroit teams is branded with this rebuild term. Oh, we're going through a rebuild. We're going through a rebuild. Um, but this, you know, let's, I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed for the Tigers this season. I, I love baseball. I, you know, watching it on TV is really, really, really hard, but actually being at the game, the music, the fans, the energy, you know, all of that is important. So I'm glad that they are allowing fans back into the, um, oh, Comerica Park, because I know that as a sports person, they probably are looking forward to that as well, like needing that energy from the fans. So that's something that's super important, and I'm happy for the um, ba baseball team, and I'm happy even for the fans, you know, especially the diehard um, season ticket holders being able to go back in there and being hyped, you know, still probably having a drink. It's going to be difficult with the mask on. You know, they going to make everybody wear the mask, y'all. I have asthma, so I'll be out at the grocery store, like, really trying to hurry up and get back to the car. And by the time I get back to the car, I need an oxygen machine. So I don't know how many sporting events I'm going to personally go to until I can get a vaccination or something. But I'm happy for the people that will be out there. I'm, I'm, 
you know, I'm going to have a tailgate probably, you know, for myself next week after I record for y'all, you know, for sports talk because we are a week away again. It'll be Thursday, April 1st. But I probably will try to have a little small tailgate at my house. Me, my chickens, my dog probably, you know, have a little bit of fun. But before we hop over to a little small break and then I'll get into the Deshaun Watson stuff. After that, I just want to bring up the Red, the Red Wings um, again, another team here that they said is we're going through a rebuild. Um, the Red Wings aren't doing so bad. They're at a 10, 19, and 4 record um, on the season. They play on Saturday at 3 p.m. against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, it seems like a lot of our teams is really just trying to focus on, you know, getting better. I, I like that we we're staying positive about it or I won't say thinking anything negative, like, Oh, just trying to be, you know, good fans or, you know, a good city and still rally around the teams. But we really have to, we have to say things like they'll be good because I think we are also making them feel like they, they suck. You know, it's all across the news you know, nobody's really believing in these teams or believing in the coaches and stuff like that. So I just think that the Red Wings, they need more fans. They need more support um, in anything across the city, across the state, all of it. Like, let's be, you know, rally fans for real. Let's do what we can do even in the midst of COVID. Um, before I touched off of NHL, um, it was a respected longtime coach, Tim Peel, uh, fired for his hot mic situation. For some of you guys that don't know, um, Tuesday, Tuesday night, he was caught on a hot mic. Um, I think he said he wanted to give somebody a fucking penalty or something like that was what he said on the mic. And at first, when you listen to it, you would think like, oh, he must have put some money on this game and he was trying to, you know, pat his pockets, but... Um, once, you know, was more explanation and stuff like that. It's just, um, this was something that this man is really used to doing. And because he was just caught on a hot mic, it was to the hockey world. It is, it's normal, but because we're living in a cancel culture where whatever you say, Oh, get you canceled. Now he's fired. And that's just, I feel like that's not right either. You guys, we, we got to do better. Like stop being so, um, Stop being so sensitive. But real quick, we're going to have a quick advertisement, and then I'll be back with the stuff with Deshaun Watson, and we'll wrap the show up. And that'll be that'll be that. Are you starting a business or having an event? If so, contact 360V Graphics for all your needs. They offer logos, flyers, business cards, and more. They even offer obituaries. If you're confused... 360V also offers consultations for a low price. Visit 360V for more information on Facebook and Instagram. To place your order, go to 360V.com forward slash wage. We all go eat. That's 360V.com forward slash W-A-G-E-W-E-A-L-L-G-O-E-A-T. All right, y'all, welcome back. Thank you for that quick advertisement. Again, if you're starting your business, you need logos, flyers, consultation, anything, shout out and hit up 360V. That's Vidal Baby is 
the letter V dot com. Thank you guys for that advertisement there. So if you guys have not been in the news, this is not just sports news. This is, has been regular news. I love CBS in the morning. So I've even seen the uh, issue on CBS uh, across the news there. Deshaun Watson is the quarterback for the Houston Texans. Um, actually, Deshaun Watson wants out of the Texans. He was their star player. He still is actually their star player. The Texans didn't seem like they was going to release him, but I guess what's coming out of the NFL investigation after this is all over, you know, we we don't know the future for Deshaun Watson. But a woman came out, um, I guess, started a civil lawsuit against him with uh, attorney it's Tony Busby. I believe I'm saying his name right. But she said a massage therapist that Deshaun Watson, you know, uh, forced her basically to have oral sex with um, him during the massage. And once this woman came, it became a, a floodgate of women. Now I believe it's up to 16. Um, one person said it happened in December of 2020. Another massage person said it was in August of 2020. I believe there's an allegation that goes back to even this month um, against him. All of these are massage therapists. Um, I do want to say that nothing seems to be criminal right now from what I've been seeing in the news. It all seems to be civil. So at this point, I'm not giving like my opinion. Do I believe he did it or not? I'm not sure. I'm not seeing anything where he is guilty of anything here. Um, right now it's just allegations. And today it seems like we're living in a time where you're guilty until proven innocent until innocent, until proven guilty. Um, what I'm talking about this is because, you know, it's news and this is about sports and this is sports talk. And it's unfortunate that, you know, this is going on and could, you know, really be something that a lot more people is dealing with because I'm sure that things like this do happen to people and a lot of people are afraid to speak up. What's more devastating is that if this is not true, this is hurting this man's career as well and his reputation. So it's like it's a catch-22 in this. I believe I was reading on CBS where one of the women um, did say that it was consensual and was trying to shake him down for a couple thousand dollars, um, and he didn't want to do it. So at the end of the day, it seems like, you know, you just don't know. You really don't know. And it's it's super unfortunate today for, you know, just the Me Too era where you, you get one person to say something and now everybody is going through it. If we could think of back a little bit, maybe last month when it was T.I. and Tiny and that lady had all the receipts, and I'm not sure what, what happened with that. But it's sad because it almost makes you afraid to speak up if things are true because you get people who are not going to believe you and then everybody can see your life and judge you. But we can't be out here, especially if this is true with Deshaun Watson, you can't be out here just raping massage therapists. Like, it's too many people out here that really are just give it up, sign the NDA, you know, you pay them and that's that. Like you can't, you can't force it. You, you, that, that's just not right. And then these women, if this didn't happen, you can't be out here and see these men feel like they rich and then you gonna shake them down and try to get money for them or, or have a come up or you, you know, 
agreed to do something and when it didn't work in your favor now this is where we at with it so I'm I just I, I really don't agree with this I, I really I want to keep this going I want to see how far it gets you know to update you guys weekly on this because that'll be something to keep an eye out and so we're gonna just keep it you know going right now this is just what's going on in the news uh, I believe again it was at 16 women um and some they did say that it may be turned into criminal look two of the cases may turn criminal so I don't know yet but I'll definitely keep you guys updated um when you go to mywhitneyb.com I'm going to start posting um some blog posts like story articles there um weekly just in in the middle of the show so that I can keep keep you guys with fresh content especially if something was to break something was big in sports um so I want to keep you guys updated there so always again you can check me out mywhitneyb.com um it's at mywhitneyb on Facebook Instagram Twitter um everywhere if you guys did if you like the show don't like the show what you think about it Again, this was the first show, so I am open to all the comments, all the feedback. I need that because I won't grow unless you guys help me. So um, on mywhitneyb.com, you can go to the contacts uh, page. Make sure you subscribe. Put your email in. Subscribe to me. I get all of that. I see all of that. Thank you for the people who have subscribed already. I see you. Um, leave your information in the contact part and then just fill out the box and let me know what you thought about the show. Let me know if I should turn the mic down. Let me know if I should smile more. Let me know what you guys think, what you want to see. Uh, what you want to hear, you know, anything. And if you think you want to call in and have an opinion, like I said, leave your number um, and we can work on that. We could do things like that. Check me out every other week on the sports talk. Uh, I'm sorry, every week on sports talk, but every other week on the porch talk shade and shenanigans podcast. That's on at porch talk um, on Facebook. It goes live every week, actually at 4 PM. You got love and success every other week. And then you got me, um, on Shade and Shenanigans the following week, Porch Talk, Rocky Road Productions LLC on Facebook, RockyRoadMedia.com. You can see everything there on the platform. You can also check her out on Instagram. It's at Rocky Road Productions LLC. So look out for it. Look, check us out. And I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show.